What's going on everybody? We're back with another edition of the Crazy Face Uno Podcast. I'm your host, Shane McNeely. And as always, we've got the old Chansey Poo in here. And the wonderful, the best, number one in the world, number one in my heart, my wife, Dana May Thel McNeely. Welcome back, honey. Thank you. So, so, I want to give you all just a quick little rundown here. Uh, as always, Crazy Face Uno is inspiring others to do good, to make a difference in our local and global communities. And just a little update. We are officially in Florida. What? Uh, Chance and I arrived yesterday morning about 7.15. I had 15 minutes to spare before Dana had to leave for work. Yeah, it was a a, good time. I'm a very goal-oriented individual, and I accomplished my goal of arriving before 7.30 so that I could see my wife. Before I had to go to work. Yes. It was a very productive day at work. We are also sitting in our apartment that is outside of the things that we brought in our cars, completely empty. Which is surprisingly more than you might anticipate. And we've also been sitting here this morning on the floor discussing how we are <laughs> unsure as to how we're going to get all the stuff that we, <laughs> we have. We have so had. much stuff. Like, for context, our house was like a story and a half, like three bedrooms. We have a basement, like all full of stuff, obviously. Now we have a two bedroom apartment. Yes. And I mean, I feel like we did a really good job of we did. We recondoed the hell out of our house. Yeah. And that's good. But there's still like a lot of things. So we're going to have to continue that. Yeah, I think that process tidying is. process. <laughs> uh, Everything has served us well. We will think it and then it will get out of our lives. Yes. Uh, so now, another little caveat here. We are waiting for our moving truck to arrive, actually, as we speak. Yeah. Uh, they were originally supposed to arrive between... Like 9 and 10 a.m. Yeah, 9 and 10. It's now 10.39 a.m., and they're set to arrive between 11 and 12. So, so, there is a possibility that, A, Dana's phone could ring, or B, there's a knock at the door, and either way... I just want you guys to know that we will be cutting things short if that is the case. But you guys might be a part part of this process right along with us. So, it's gonna um, be a whirlwind, my friends. Yeah, a whirlwind. Yeah, we. Well, let me let me ask you this, Dana. You've been here for like two officially and a half weeks. two weeks. Two weeks, yeah, because it took us a few days to get. Yeah. Happy. So, why don't you tell us about the last two weeks for you? Literally living in this empty apartment, and I only spent one day, and I now I'm understanding. We've talked on the phone a lot, and you've you've mentioned things like, uh, like you just wanted to be able to sit down in a normal place. Like we don't yeah, have any chairs. Yeah. So here. the only piece of furniture I have is our mattress because the first thing I bought when we got here was a king size mattress, which is Whoop. amazing. But Chance still took it the f over, which is annoying. But we'll get there. Um, but that was only like the really only piece of furniture I had. So, and it's just sitting on the ground. So I feel kind of yeah. like I'm in college. I have like three plates and like three bowls and a few <laughs> forks and spoons and 
I only have the bed and I have my yoga mat so I would like roll that out so I could sit on my yoga mat in the living room and I had a little tote that I brought my um But our living room is also carpeted. Stuff. So Yeah, I brought the tote to to bring all of our kitchen stuff and I just set that up like a little dining room table so I could like <laughs> stare out into our little pond in our backyard type yeah. situation. Um but that's really it. So I just kind of miss like oh, I'm going to just read on the couch because you don't do that. Yeah. It's like I'm just going to read on the floor. Or in the bed, which is where I just spent most of my time because it was a comfortable place to be. Yeah, but it's it's funny because I did, did notice even yesterday, even though I slept most of the day because I drove through the night, yep. I I did notice that I was also craving a place to just sit. and not, That wasn't the bedroom. It wasn't like on the floor where I could bend my legs. Yeah. So I get it. Uh, you so get it more than I get it. I'm but real I, jazzed about I the furniture it. and stuff coming. Yeah, me too. Like having a couch and all that stuff. But I mean, for the most part, it's been, it's been good. It just is a different, I mean, for the most part, I actually feel like I've been on vacation the whole time. Because yeah, you mentioned you that. And Sha- you and Shane, you and Chance weren't here. So I'm here by myself. There's palm trees everywhere, which does not exist in Minnesota. <laughs> and there's a pool in our little apartment complex, which is very, I would say, vacation-like. Mm-hmm. And all I have is a bed, and I'm living out of a suitcase. I felt like I was on vacation, even though I was going to work every day. So I think that there's definitely going to be this shift now that you guys are yeah. here. And we'll have our things here. For sure. This morning, um, you know, everything's kind of new. For us as well. So this morning, Chance, he went outside. He just looked at me. <laughs> uh, we went out on our back balcony, and there was a iguana that was climbing the palm tree. Lost his outside, mind. And he was, like, just very attentive. If you're listening, uh, I guess I'm going to plug Chancey Poo, the, Chance, the Chancey Poo on Instagram, if you want to follow along with Chance's adventures. And um, we've created a, a little instagram page for him let's be honest he's just adorable and you should follow it just so you can get those pictures of yeah. his adorableness on instagram yeah and so we posted a picture this morning of um his very attentive look at the he's so regal. iguana he was sitting out adorable. there there was two of them too so there was one down in the grass by the pond and mm-hmm. uh he was just sitting there yeah. i'm sure you can also notice throughout the entire time of listening to crazy face uno i I know that there has been different sound qualities. There's been different. Uh, we're working on it. Yeah, we're working on that. So right now, I know I can hear it. So I'm assuming you can too. But the lawn service is is mowing the apartment complex and weed eating. So again, very vacation like. Yes, and I don't know. It's really interesting for me to even start looking at you know those different changes because now oh, yeah, like I'm so used to. There's going to be so much more, I don't know, time, I guess, or yeah, until like, like for some of those things, like I don't have to mow. I don't have to yeah, take care of the Yeah, you get lawn. that time back, man. But I like I mean, I never things. did. <laughs> it was always a, I always like, it was just a very pretentious thing for me, right? So for those that don't know, I have a very like weak lower back. The muscles aren't built out around it. And my chiropractor actually told me that it's very easy to readjust me which means that it's easy to throw it out of whack so Mm. my lower back is just very sensitive i have the back of like a 99 year old woman so i don't lift 
I don't do yard work. I don't have, I don't bend over for extended amounts of time, like by weeding or anything like that. And it's kind of funny to say that to people, like, it, it it's I feel like a very pretentious thing like oh I just don't lift things like she is she's so you need help moving if you have 75 <laughs> pillows I'm all in otherwise I can't do anything yeah I married a high maintenance grandma that was the deal though when I bought the house <laughs> I bought true. the house and I was like I don't mow lawns I don't do outside work mm-hmm. I don't lift things this yeah. is all you I don't shovel I can't well, like the last the, time I shoveled, I threw up my back. I was out of commission for like a month. Yeah, like the whole time that I we couldn't were... even wash my face. I had to flop my body onto the sink like a walrus and then just <laughs> splash water at my face, hoping that it would get clean. <laughs> yeah, the whole time we were looking at houses, that was your thing. You're like, we can get this house, but you know, we can. I like it, but I'm not doing any of the yard work. I'm not doing that. There's a lot of space for yard work here, and that is not my deal. As long as you're okay with doing it, always. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I would say the biggest change about Florida is the uh, vegetation and the, sh- the level of heat and humidity mm. that hits you. So inside, air conditioning, widespread. There's like central air like everywhere you go, which is amazing. But you acclimate to that and then you go outside and it's literally like this wall of humidity. It's like walking through a waterfall. Like, that's what it feels like. All of a sudden, you just kind of get hit by it, and you're just like, ah, and it takes you under. And you just hope that you survive. Like, that's what it feels like. At least somebody who's from Minnesota, and it's, let me, I'm going to check the temperature, because there's always this drastic, like, change in temperature between Minnesota and between here. Um, So in Minnesota, it is 75 degrees, and it's probably 947 right now. Clear, high of 82 like a good summer day here in coconut effing creek florida it is currently 10 47 88 degrees with a high of 90 and it's anticipated to start raining for like 17 hours and yeah, it's thunderstorms are i've been told that there's year. a tropical storm which oh. is not something that i should worry about because nobody else seems to be freaking out about it but i am starting to freak out a little bit more about hurricanes so i'm like compiling a list of hurricane things to get (laughs) just to put it in perspective uh as she said we're in coconut creek so uh if you are not from florida or from the east coast or from a a, if you're not from an area that has to deal with uh hurricanes then you're probably in the same boat as well pretty much both of us i guess but from my understanding is that our location, which is very much inland, mm-hmm. uh, we're about 25 minutes from the We should the be beach. fine, but we the winds might knock out the electricity, which is not uncommon. Sure. So here's the deal. Everybody at work, they've been here, right? Yeah. And everybody has a different technique oh. for surviving a hurricane. Everybody agrees water. Like two of those like giant things of just like bottled water, mm. but then also like another pallet of like the gallon size water for like a variety of things. Yeah. Um, like that's like, that's the only thing everybody agrees on. The food Water. thing, everybody's a little bit different. Some people are like, just get a bunch of canned foods because it doesn't, it's safe to eat. It might not be delicious. Like nobody likes to eat a little Chef Boyardee at room temperature, except maybe I you mean, because uh, you're disgusting. I do love, oh, you not Chef Boyardee, savage, but I do And like... that's why you eat that. But it's safe to eat <laughs> without else, it let's being clarify. heated up. Or, you know, canned vegetables or something like that. Like, just get a lot of canned goods. <laughs> and honestly, that's that's something that I, I 
I identify with that more. Some people, um, one lady told me to just get two loaves of bread and always have like peanut butter because peanut butter is never going to like just die in the heat or anything like that. But with the bread, it, you know, it gets to room temperature and you can just eat sandwiches and it sucks because you get sick of peanut butter sandwiches, but you're eating, which I think is the main point. Yeah. Is that you're eating and you don't have to worry about pulling things from the refrigerator. Mm. Um, one lady, she had this giant, like, super tall ice chest. And when the power went out, it was out for probably a week. And she had chicken on the bottom that it stayed cold the entire time. So she was able to have, like, chicken mm-hmm. and, like, grill it, like, every day. Um, the other thing everybody agrees on is that you should prepare for this before people start talking about hurricane stuff because if it's after you're going to get into a fist fight with a 75 year old woman from kansas for a can of cream corn guess who wins i would 100 <laughs> percent. i would want i would destroy karen okay <laughs> uh, and since crazy base uno is inspiring others to do good and make a difference we don't want that I might share it with her. We'll crack it open in the store. It's little uh, like sandwich bags. Anyway, so <laughs> I need to prepare for this because that's important to me in my yeah, life. Yeah, you've clearly thought through this process. I am. I have a Pinterest board. Like, <laughs> it's telling me like I should have a list of like the clothing that I would want to like take if I had to evacuate. Like mm. I am prepared. Wow. Mentally, at least. Physically, I've gathered none of these things. So if a hurricane <laughs> hit tomorrow, we would be effed. Well, but I also just didn't want to carry all that water up the stairs. Honestly, I've <laughs> oh, been waiting. So you're waiting for me to get well, here. Well, and I've also, like, I need to actually, I was going to go on Amazon. I was going to get one of those, like, carts that you can, like, that, like, climb. So they're, like, little <laughs> triangles, and they, like, climb upstairs. Oh, man. I'm going to do it, and it's going to be glorious. I know you're going to do it. She's looking it up right now. I'm looking it up right now. I'm gonna climbing. What what else? Uh, Cart. What else have you noticed? This is so. This is Dana's first time living outside of Minnesota. I mean, she's visited other places. Obviously, she's pretty well traveled. But well, like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well making <laughs> making a place home outside yeah. of Minnesota um, is new. But obviously, again, you've moved if, within. You know, you've moved to different apartments and different places like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, again, like, for the past couple of weeks, I've more or less have felt like I'm on vacation. Yeah. So I, it hasn't really sunk in that, like, this is home. And I think that now that you and Chance are here, like, that's going to hit at some point where I'm just going to be like, oh, I just want to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't. Like, I've had those feelings a couple times, but it was yeah. more just like I missed human interaction in my home space. Well, it's like, oh, I just miss like, I want to be able to like hug somebody and make it like it's normal as opposed to like, yeah, I'm assaulting one of my coworkers, you know, yeah. like you can't just hug people at work. Well, or, and I, like, I mentioned that to you. Put your arm around. So like that's that's an HR incident waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just mentioned to mentioned to you uh, before we got here, even like that. It's the comfort in knowing someone's there. Something's available. I don't you didn't like. Obviously, when we're all together, it's not necessarily like you're thinking about it. People always yeah. reach out to you. Like, we have family dinner at least once a month, if not twice. Yeah, most of uh, the time. With it's your twice family. A month. And so, uh, for, 
for that to not be a thing. It's not that you won't have contact, but it's not. It's not the same. It's different. It's not the same level. Like, I mean, I've already talked to my mom three or four times since I've been here. That's all? I know, right? Um, I expected Debbie to. No, she's capped it pretty well. Um, And she realizes that the longer we go without talking, the more we'll have to say to each other. Mm. So I think that's part of it, too. Um, But, like, emotionally, I'm still very much attached to my family. Yeah, of course. Communicate with them all the time, texting. It's much easier. FaceTime, all that stuff. Um, But just being able to, like, physically be with them is definitely something that's a change yeah um and yeah it's something that's very interesting i definitely have learned that one of my love languages is touch Mm. like being able to like hug and like sit next to somebody and just like feel them Mm -hmm. not in like a creepy way but in like a hey i just want to hold your hand yeah and that's that yeah that's definitely yeah something where i i feel loved by that and it's definitely something that I've been missing since my mom and sister left yeah I used to say I used to think the same thing and it very much it's like I a mean, combination I, of touch and quality time yeah so like for for me I I used to feel like that um, yeah that physical touch was something that was important I mean for a variety of reasons um, but I feel like it is still important to me. I, I felt the same way. I think I mentioned to you when I moved to, to Minnesota, I also had those same things. Like you move in, I went from a place that's very huggy, very lovey, like work environment and to a place that is... I mean, you just didn't know people, and yeah. though Sam, I lived with Sam and Matt and Sasha, mm-hmm. it's not like you wake up and you're like, give me a hug, buddy, you know? like. Could you imagine mauling Sam like that <laughs> every morning? Like, get out of here. you like, stop touching me. And I yeah. mean, that's kind of the same concept. I can't just go to work and be like, oh my God, hi team, and like give them hugs. Like, that's Yeah, weird. it's relationship-based. Yeah. So, but I guess I say that as in, I mean, when you have that in your life, I don't know that it's... I'm not saying that it's not your love language. I'm saying I'm just, I wonder about the societal pieces to that. Like, we, I think we all kind of need a little bit of physical touch or that mm-hmm. closeness. I just feel like being around people. So yeah. I, it's not even like quality time. It's just like time together. Yeah. I like that, but it's not necessarily how I, yeah, I keep like going back and forth because what are they? They're touch, quality time, gift giving, acts Mm -hmm. of service, and words of affirmation. Yeah. And I'm actually, I think this last couple weeks for me, actually talking to my mom and talking to my dad and um, seeing some of those similarities between us, I'm realizing how important Quality time, I think, is my number one, but words of affirmation. I think oh, God, very yeah. Close words second. of affirmation. That's a high one for you. And I guess maybe I didn't realize it was so important mm-hmm. for me. But, yeah. Well, luckily, I did. And I try and give you words of affirmation all the time. Oh, nice little pat on the back. Um, yeah, so there's that. So hurricanes, the vegetation... Some of the plants, though, and, like, the trees, beautiful. Yeah. Margie, who, if you listen to my previous podcast, her home has inspired me 
I'm going to have lots of plants here. Oh, they're beautiful. I love them. But there's also like iguanas everywhere. And I know that you've been saying I'm obsessed with these ducks. But there are these massive ducks. They're like this size. I don't know what you're talking about. Can I talk about the plants first? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Since you just hijacked the conversation <laughs> about iguanas. Can I finish my conversation about having plants in my house? <laughs> Yes. You're getting you're getting the like marital uh, marital dynamics here. The the uh... <laughs> talk about your plants. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just want to have all these plants. So I brought a few plants from Minnesota that I was able to keep in my <laughs> keep in my car and a little tote. And somehow they didn't overheat and die. I'm not quite sure how. That's... You put them in that little bin. I think it made it into a tiny little greenhouse for them. Yeah, probably. There was, like, it'd be really moist in there. didn't dry them out. Uh, but I would leave them in the car, like, heat of the day kind of moments. They did come out every once in a while. But, um, but yeah, I, I've, I've been scoping out places. I think I need to, like, have a plan. I'm going to make sure there's a plan for these plants. I want lots of plants in the house. Thank you, Margie, for inspiring me. Now, tell me about your iguanas and your... Oh, I'm just obsessed with these two. Like, so there's iguanas everywhere, these green iguanas. They're an invasive species. So apparently there's been this like designation in Florida that you can shoot them on site, which is a little insane, one. But two, apparently they taste really good. I have not eaten one, but I have been told. Mm. But they're everywhere, and they get huge. Like, the biggest iguana you've ever seen times 17. Like, they are huge. And in our little apartment like place, there was one time I walked with Caitlin, my mom, and there was like, there was a bunch of them that all, it was like a little pack. It's like a pack of 12 of them, a 12 pack of iguanas. It was insane. And they were all Which kinds is, of sizes. It's actually a, a mess. It? A mess. It's an, a mess of iguanas. A mess of iguanas. And then there's these, hey, baby. Um, there's these ducks. And I can't remember what they're called, but it starts with an M. I'm sure Caitlin remembers what they're called. Not mallard. Ma mallard ducks. They are like a musgrave duck or something like that. And they're like 25 pounds. And they are Black ugly. Black and white. They are ugly as sin. Like they have this like white. chicken turkey face. Yeah. And then they wiggle their butts all the time, which is actually kind of adorable. But they're the size of like a Canadian goose. So I have this impression. Like my reaction to birds that size is that I should be terrified because a Canadian goose will F you up. And it'll hiss and it does all these things. These ducks are non-aggressive at all. If you just start moving towards them, they'll just walk away. And they have like no qualms doing that. Not aggressive, totally fine, everything's great. But for some reason, I still have this internal like, this goose duck thing is going to destroy my life. To best describe these things, they are, the body is large like a Canadian goose. Uh, they're black, and there's some white on their, they, I guess they're both like different colors, but um, there is a very similar look to a chicken, I would say. Yeah. That they look like a large, very large chicken, um, but also have that duck characteristic. I don't know, they're just an odd looking thing. They're, They're an odd duck. They are an odd duck. There are several. We even, when we went for a little walk yesterday, yeah. uh, there was one that was on a nest in one of the bushes and had some eggs, you said. Mm -hmm. I didn't even see it. but. And it just, like, 
walked away. It was like, no, F this. They, there's people, there's dogs, I'm out. Yeah. Just left. They seem to be just fine. I got this impression they were trying to like draw us away from the nest. Maybe. Because they were like all around the nest and all of a sudden they like Took ran off. away. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Happy birthday. Yeah, so what's some of your other things? I mean, the storms or the, the rain. There's a know, lot of heat lightning. I think I sent you a video or I showed it to you one time. Um, or I took a video while I was talking to you, I can't remember. But it just gets really hot here, as you would expect in Florida. And I was trying to fall asleep one night, and it was just all these flashing lights. And I was like, is there like a cop in the lake behind us or something? Like, what's going on here? So I look, and it's actually heat lightning kind of rolling across the sky. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it was this crazy light show, and that was really interesting. But it was also kind of terrifying. Like, is this, like the end of the world like i've seen a lot of those movies man especially those like global warming movies like oh, it's intense anyway i try and stay away from them because they really freak me out now <laughs> so there's that um i would say you can't take left hand turns unless you're at a stoplight mm. that's something i've noticed a lot and it's not that you can't it's just the opportunity to do so doesn't exist in very many places I see you're making your presence known, Chancey. <laughs> Chance is like sitting on all kinds of stuff right now. What um, is it? But basically, if you want to take a left-hand turn, it almost has to be at a stoplight. And then in order to get to a lot of places, you actually have to do U-turns to get there. So there's a Walmart that's literally down the road from our house. Mm-hmm. And I have to take... It's on the same road. I don't even have to cross a road to get there if I was just walking. But I can't take a left-hand turn out of our apartment place. I have to take two U-turns in order to get into that Walmart. Because mm, you got to take a right. I have to take, take a, a right, U-turn, take a U-turn at that stoplight, and go then go down. down that road, take, take a U-turn at that stoplight, and then take a right into the Walmart. It's intense. So that's something I've also noticed. Also, a lot of times, like there's two types of drivers. You got these super aggressive ones that go fast, and you got the super aggressive ones that go super slow. And there's really no middle ground. So that seems to be a very interesting time. Oh, Chance, you're frustrating me. Chance just needs some loving. He, like, won't leave us alone. He needs to be right up in the action here. And, like, we're sitting in the living room on the floor, so he can actually get to us, as opposed to normally he can't. So mm-hmm. he wants to be all yeah, up Yeah, like in when we're sitting in the chair, room. you mean? Yeah, well, yeah in, the, in the studio. When we're doing a podcast, normally we're in a studio. And... Chance can't get to us. He has to just sit on the floor or like stare at us all forlornly from the floor, which is adorable. Um, but now he can actually get to us. So yes, he's indeed. all up in our grill. Sorry, that was quite the soliloquy. Well, uh, let me maybe talk a little bit about our trip down. Yeah. Um, we, you know, I'm doing this podcast with you, Dana, now. Uh, because we are um, yeah I wasn't able to do some of the podcasts that I had planned originally Um, well so I don't know if you could tell but I just I just paused the recording Uh, I finding myself getting a little frustrated and 
I wanted to pause. Obviously, it's something that uh, if you guys have been listening, you know that I don't edit um, my podcast. So I guess that's about as close to editing as you're going to get from me. Uh, Sorry. Dana, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm not going to say his name. And I'm not as sorry about him because he's being a little annoying and we've spent too much time together. That dog of mine has been up my butt for (laughs) the last, I don't know, month and a half since we've started this whole moving process and packing and doing all that. And... <laughs> He's I, your emotional you're his emotional support human. Yeah, I think that's what it's turned we, into. We need each other, but my goodness. He was all up in our grill and it was just becoming like increasingly more dangerous for the microphone. <laughs> as well as my ability to focus on anything. Uh it's just I can't do a bunch of Anyway, here we are. Multitasking is not your strong suit. Yeah. Uh anyway, on your way down. Yeah, when on my way down, I don't know, on my way down. So, yeah, I came down. I stopped at Margie's, stopped at my mom's, stopped at my dad's, went to Tony, stopped at uh, Andy, then to Thomas, and now I'm here. So, um, yeah, I don't know what else to really say about that, I guess, at this moment. Um... There's plenty to unpack from that. I'm sure you'll hear more about it. I think what I'm going to do is say thank you for listening. And we're going to end today's podcast. Sorry for the rambling. Sorry for the uh, cutting in and out and not having a cohesive thoughts and commentary. I guess I wanted to make sure that you guys knew what was going on and that I'm staying consistent with the content that I'm putting out there. Um, even though this is maybe one of the most garbage things you probably had to listen to. So I appreciate you all for listening. Thanks for tuning in and we'll have more later at a different time. Thanks again. Thanks Dana for coming on and talking, telling me about the last couple weeks of your life and your experiences in Florida so far. And as always, thank you guys for listening again. Uh, Again, sorry for the rambliness of this podcast. Love y'all. Take it easy. Bye. Peace.